there's a pan. No. Uh, or they go, oh, pansexual, does that mean you like kitchen utensils? Depends where you put them. Waffle maker right up the ass. <laughs> one day you're going to wake up waffle made. All I'm going to say is I have a waffle maker and Austin was like, we should give this away. And I was like, why? It's nice to have a waffle maker. And he goes, you are never in your life going to make waffles. And a friend of mine was in town and I said, Will, do you like waffles? Because tomorrow we're making waffles. And he was like, okay, guess what we didn't do? Make waffles? Correct. Get rid of the waffle maker. This toxic fandom is so blank that she blanks. Should we get into this podcast? Oh, we should. I know we don't want to, but we probably should. Waffles? This episode makes me feel awful. I I hate... We didn't do our intros, by the way. No, 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 I'm in pain. we We were cold opening. One of Pope's friends told us we need a line at the start of our podcast to tell you what our whole deal is. So let me try this one out. Welcome to, back to This Toxic Fandom, where me and my two best friends try to do the impossible. Create a guide that'll help you survive school. I mean, we're just going to talk about All-Stars 8, Episode 5 of RuPaul's Drag Race, The Snatch Game. This Toxic Fandom, your results may vary. <laughs> Say hi, Toxic fans. Hi! hi. We, we really do need to find a nice little uh, summary line at Somewhere. the intro. We'll figure it out. We'll get Somewhere there over the rainbow. Uh, I want to go there. yourself, Toxic fans. Hi, everyone. My name's Stephen Pope. I'm currently a raccoon because the eyeliner got away from me. And I'm your professional hobbit podcast dad, and I don't want to talk about this episode. I'm David Gorin. I am dressed like Taylor Swift because I understand the assignment. <laughs> um, but your dad calls me. His favorite Taylor Swift era. His flop era? It could be. I mean... Well, if it's his... Fl- well, no, I mean, maybe it's I... His, it's his dad's congeniality era. Mm. I said it's your dad, not my dad. Your dad. Valid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. This is going to be a, an interesting episode, ladies and gentlemen. This episode's going to hurt. And... I'm not too familiar with the work of Miss Handler, but I thought it would be hilarious to have a libation flavored with citrus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jolie. <laughs> oh. oh, Lordy. So, yeah, for those of you who haven't seen, I am right now in half drag as dressed as Taylor Swift. Um, I am planning on wearing some of this to the Eras tour. So that's the wig. cool. Yes, only the wig. I'm gonna only go, the wig. It's gonna be like an Alanis Morissette video, just the wig, naked as as I came out. Love all, it. All I'm saying is that David was a little mad that we didn't dress up, so he was a little Taylor miffed. Oh, just remember, Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a literal cat sitting in my lap. That's all. Because literally, loves me. not not both. Not one. You don't have a boyfriend. You have a fiance. This not true. Karma. And two, it's Oz. I know, but he's still my karma. Yeah, he's more of a lump than anything. This is going to I'm 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 it's planning more, on making a lot of Taylor Kappa. Swift jokes. So I, I was hoping you would. I was hoping you would because I need some levity and joy in my life because this episode sapped yeah, all of it out of it me. Was definitely is it Karma a heavy or episode. Klarna? Remember when Ooh. all the drag queens were uh, were oh showing Kar- uh, Karna for a week? Yeah, no, I remember that. That was so weird and like I'll be honest, I've used it once. 
But also, like, what is Klarna, Klarna is just a layaway service. Yeah, it's just layaway. That is about, that, like... Oh, that's what Klarna is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, Never you mind. basically just pay it in four chunks. But with it is the idea also, that like, inspiring it... people to take on debt. Yeah. Like, it is a predatory service. It's not the best. It's true. Sorry, I'm trying to move animals around. There's a lot of animals on the couch today. Yeah. And not just me. Or me. I'm not on the couch. Anyway... So the kids are back in the workroom. We everyone said goodbye sad. to Darian Lake last week. And most everyone's sad to see Darian go. Mostly me. I'm very upset. I'll never yep. be happy again. But James got more closet space. Indeed. Good for them. And on the mirror, it said, Darian was here twice. Love and laughs. See you soon, question mark. And then they open up the box. Everyone voted for Darian, except for Darian, who voted for James. Yeah. Um. So wait, quick question. Do we think that Darian is hinting at something or is she just being shady? I think that she is like, we might do a bring back episode. Who knows? Like, Fair enough. I think that it's similar to that time that Derek was like, they always do a bring back episode. The first mm-hmm. season they didn't do a bring back episode. Anyways, um, back to the red, the, the red room, <laughs> back to the work room. Yes, yes. The red room. We're finally getting our uh, Haunting of Hill House Drag Race crossover. Oh, we'd be so lucky. Is, Haunting there, is of, there a red room in either of the Hill Houses? In the in the Haunting of Hill House Netflix show. Is there? Yes. I associate the red room so much with uh, Black Widow that I was like, well. Well, it is, but still. I mean, I associate it with the Black Lodge. Oh, yeah. Twin yeah. Peaks. Anyways, so Jimbo, um, one thing that I did want to say just because I thought this was kind of funny Jimbo pretends that he picked Alexis's as a joke. Yeah, it's that. It's, it's that cute. Classic, I like. It's that. that classic thing that people do where they look at someone they didn't vote for and go, "You know, I didn't want to show this because you're still here, but I picked the person." Who Just once, yeah. I want someone to go for respect for Dela. <laughs> I mean, Heidi kind of did that about her looks. Yeah, Oof. she we'll she no, she literally that. was like. Out of respect for the fame game, you have to pay. You have to go to my Patreon to see the looks. Five dollars a month, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Well, uh, I'm gonna save we'll my talk five dollars. We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll talk about that because I'm having a lot of feelings. Yeah. So so, but back to Heidi. Um, yeah. they start playing pin the tail on the Heidi. Very cute. Which is very, very cute. Cute. I funny. Love that the tail came off of that. That was yes. so fun. I mean, we spent a we spent a good chunk of last week talking about how much we loved Heidi's yeah. look and the fact that I don't even know if she took the tail off on the no, runway. No, she didn't. She didn't. I that makes it, it so much removable. funnier. Yeah. It, like, the fact that it could be removed. I she, I almost wish she'd taken it off on the runway and then used it as, like, a boa. Yeah. That would've been great. Um, but, yeah. They play pin the tail on the Heidi. Then they all come back in the workroom the next day and right. James finally has a new outfit. But he still has the hanky in his uh, right pocket. I wasn't even looking for that. Yeah. Huh. Um, so is right bottom. I think right. I think right is bottom. Is okay. Good um, to know. Um, I was just gonna say, Alexis is starting to creep me out. Yeah, I think that I think that Alexis is having f- fun. Uh, I think that Alexis is in <laughs> on the joke. Is the one thing I yeah. will say. I mean, I really, I really hope so. I thought it was very funny when uh, Jimbo got a piggyback right away with uh, Lala Ree and then was oh, like, that was a moment that was amazing, me. and then was like. Alexis, are you uh, jealous that I rode Lala? Um, weird question. 
is RuPaul changing her wigs in those little intro videos or she's been wearing that little kitty cat thing in honor of Monet exchange winning all-star seven according to Twitter she uh is just wearing pussycat wigs now oh okay because I thought it looked different I don't think I think it's been the same one yeah it's just been it's just different than what she's done in other oh okay yeah she got herself a pussycat wig yeah she has a nice bus driver yeah um uh, actually, one thing that RuPaul said on her um, on her podcast back in the day when she had a podcast with Michelle Visage. Um, I hate it when white men have podcasts like RuPaul and Michelle Visage. I know, I know. But she, um, <laughs> I just remember RuPaul going like, wouldn't it be great if you could get yourself a little pussycat wig and like go down to Santa Monica and sit at the bar at Shutters and pretend to be someone else for an evening? I feel like that's something you do on the weekly. <laughs> that is literally... David's Thursday night. Yeah, no, that's actually it's it's actually it's the actually, basis for for something that I'm working on right now. Well, oh my. it's yeah. not David's Thursday night. It's Lila's Thursday night, and David and Lila just happen to look very similar. Mm. First of all, it's Tallulah. It's Bankhead. What Bankhead? That's if I was a girl, I was going to be named Tallulah after Tallulah yeah. Bankhead. Yeah, that's a that's this is a you fact. would and you would have been exactly the same. Honestly, oh, actually, do you know? Wait, this a is, girl named Tallulah is. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You need to hear this story. Do you know why my mom was like, oh my God, I love, like, I want to name my daughter Tallulah because I love Tallulah Bankhead? Why? Because apparently when she was shooting Lifeboat, um, the uh, Hitchcock, like, went to a PA and was like, can you please ask Miss Bankhead why she is not wearing underwear today? And so the PA went over and said, Miss Bankhead, Mr. Hitchcock would like to know why you're not wearing underwear today. And she went, my dear boy, if a woman wants to be kissed, does she wear a veil? Oh my. Yeah. Anyways. Wait, literally, yes. <laughs> Women wear veils to weddings, and there's a part of weddings where you kiss them. Yes, but it's because they're wearing a veil because they're being demure. I'm just saying, the one time women tend to wear veils, guaranteed, <laughs> is a moment where they're gonna get kissed. What if they're wearing a veil at a funeral? Then they're gonna make out with the dead person, probably. <laughs> you don't? You don't you don't make out with the Yeah, David, do you not make out with the corpse at a funeral? Yeah, just a sloppy make out. Why just... do you think they have open caskets? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm the type of person who goes, who, who goes I'm glad the bitch is dead. Are cremated. <laughs> yes. Um listen, I like my funerals like I like my coffee, grounded in the freezer. Oof. Anyways. Um the very freezer. good. Yes. Anyways. Um Why do you keep coffee in the freezer? It keeps it longer. Yeah. Oh interesting yeah i mean i, I don't because i drink too much but yeah i'm curious pope is someone who i don't think knows who uh matt rogers and bone yang are as a duo mm. do you know why they were on together uh did the show do a good job of telling you okay fine all right so i know they have a we're- podcast because you two mentioned it yep um i know they are very cute Yes. And I know that they are okay dancers now. I know nothing else about them. Uh, Bowen Yang is on SNL. Okay. Matt Rogers is on... <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? Why? Okay. Matt Rogers is on a TV show called I Love That For You, which is really good. I highly recommend it. Oh, that's it. on Showtime, right? Yes. Okay. But we were talking about it and I said, yeah, he's on Nicole Byer's show. Oh. Um, it's not Nicole Byer. No. It's Melissa. Ba- Wait, is it Melissa? 
What's her name? <laughs> the white lady from The Righteous Gemstones. Vanessa. Vanessa Bear. Vanessa Bear. But it was so funny to be in a car with David oh my and be gosh. like, Nicole Byer's new show. And just fully being like, it's Nicole Byer. Like, being like, yeah, Nicole Byer. Duh. And Vanessa, it's Vanessa Bear. Yeah. It's great to confuse <laughs> Vanessa Bear and Nicole Very Byer. different. Okay. <laughs> All right. Basically the same person. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if they the, could the two of them were in a lineup, I wouldn't know which was which. <laughs> Diva. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Rogers also was uh, Twink on Q Force, uh, and he writes for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, but I just thought it was very funny where I was like, they forgot to tell us why it's Matt and Bowen together, yeah. and like Lost Culturistas is a very popular podcast, but being a popular podcast, being a, a popular but not super popular podcast, is not necessarily. Meaning that everyone's going to know why you two are together. For yeah. real. Um, I think there's a point. I'm like, I wonder if anyone thought they were a couple because of the way the show talked about them. I, it's they're possible. not? No. no, they're not. Oh. There's friends. Oh, okay. They're besties pals. with the testies. Okay. I, I History They, they made the they joke about Cher- we're both married to Cheryl women Ann. named Cheryl Ann, which, you know, that's adorable. That was funny. But I, I literally thought they were uh, an item. I'm, I truly, I'm I was going to ask. I was like, do you think they're dating? Do you think that's why they're together? I, that, yes. I thought they were dating and doing a podcast like uh, Neil Patrick Harris and that one guy. Yeah. David something. David Burkop. Thank you. Anyways, let's move on to the Snatch Game. Well, before we do that, we have our obligatory, let's walk around the room. And well, yeah, no, no, that's what I was, I, I wrote down who everyone was. Oh, okay. But, but let's also talk about, so we, this is an interesting one because we have three people who've never done Snatch Game before. Yes. Yeah. We have James, Lala Ree, and uh, Kahana Montrese. We have Jimbo and Alexis who are winners of Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. And then we have like, so Heidi was safe on her Snatch Game, but she does badly enough in it that they reference it regularly through the rest of the season mm-hmm. on season 12. I didn't Candy did also had a like not stellar Snatch Game run. Well, it's because Candy was just like, Candy was, was dressed as Patrick Star, Patrick Star. And then just being Candy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Jessica Wilde was in the first Snatch Game. Um, which is always no one from the first snatch game has ever done snatch game well apparently not no think about it except for jujubee jujubee wasn't in the first snatch game that was poorly simmons oh fair my mistake my (laughs) mistake (laughs) Uh, so yeah it's a very interesting lineup for a snatch game yeah um but yeah it's also a snatch game of love exactly which is truly the worst version of snatch game Agreed. You so, said that last week. Could you explain why you hate it so much? Okay, so I think there's several reasons. Um, I think that not having... I think that not having RuPaul ask the questions puts a lot of pressure on the moderator to be funny. And if they just can't volley with the queens, it becomes a bigger problem because Ru's not there to, like, pick up the slack. It mm-hmm. also becomes this issue where... The moderator can't see any of the physical humor that's happening, so any physical bits just get lost by at least half of the audience. I think that there's even a level of a great Snatch game is some people doing incredibly well, a few people doing pretty good, and like three people bombing. The problem with this one is we had that, the pro- but the three people bombing was one group, so you have one yeah. really weak group. And one really strong group, and you have to just watch the really weak group for, like, 15 minutes. That's fair. They really were floundering. It was quite sad. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, we had... Look at David on track. Listen, I know that this is not an easy episode for you two, so... I put on on the Taylor Swift outfit, and I said, 
I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna be the mastermind. Ha- I'm gonna be the mastermind. I'm gonna be fearless. You're gonna be you know, Taylor Swift, but the version, but the version of the album where she has the homophobia. Exactly. What? I actually wait. Did I, I actually sang that song in a what? bar in Nashville once? Did you? Did you? Uh, did you sing the homophobic yes, version? Yes, I did sing the because fo- it was in a bar in Nashville. So what they only had the homophobic version. You've been homophobic to Nashville? Version. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. You've been south of the Mason-Dixon line? I have. Wait, was it the, a karaoke track? And yes. the karaoke track had Said, the homophobic yes, version? Yes, That's so funny. Yeah. So in uh, in, this, in the song Picture Pictures to Burn, to burn. Um, uh, the, there's lines like, I, tell your friends that I'm possessive and, and crazy. crazy. That's, That's fine. fine. I'll tell mine that you're gay. gay. When they, uh, when Taylor Swift started becoming more of a pop star, they changed the line to being, that's fine, you won't mind if I say, Oh, by the way, so it is, uh, so if you find, like, an original version of the album Taylor Swift, people will literally find them in thrift stores and, like, go to their cars and listen to see if they have a homophobic picture to burn. So it's wild to me that a bar is using a karaoke track. Yeah. That still has the homophobic version. Cause that must be like one of like six of those that were ever made. <laughs> like they got that on a karaoke CD and then that karaoke factory burned to the ground. Yeah. And uh, famously all karaoke tracks are made in fact. They were like, yeah, they were like, they were like the pictures to burn. Ooh, damn. Yes. I think we should. I think that we need to subtitle this episode Taylor's version. But then I think she has to get royalties and I don't even get royalties from the show. We're, we're getting paid. David keeps talking about how much money he's making off the show, and I'm like, where? How? How do you think he forced like, the wig? Don't worry about it. <laughs> how do you think he forced the wigs? Exactly. That's why I'm wearing the wig and the hat. Oh, Shout wig. out to Gladys Tomez for the hat. So we're in the workroom. Rue comes in, and Rue announces, it's Snatch Game time. And this is, did they do eight girls on All-Star 6? All-Star 6 is six girls. Right. It's yeah. been six girls it's, for a while. I feel like the first Snatch Game of Love might have been eight, hmm. but I'm not positive. It's usually three and three because it gives you just a little bit more f- time being featured. Yeah. Wasn't the last one on season 15? No, season, yeah, 15, 10 girls? No, season 15 was like 45 girls. They did two <laughs> Snatch Games, remember? Yeah, they did a double Snatch Game and yeah. it was embarrassing and uh, the twins went home. Sorry, this microphone's so good, Rue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for that. I don't have nightmares about the bonkings or anything. Oh, I mean, if you're having crackers. nightmares about bonking, you really should be talking to a sex therapist, not a podcast. Yeah. Oh, I thought that's what this was. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm, I'm going to head home. I'm just, yeah, it's get, okay. Get, good night. We, we, can, we can take it from here. No, we can't. Don't leave. No. Please, you have to stay so you can do the editing. I know, I know. That's the only reason to um, keep me around. So yeah, so James, uh, James, so Jimbo was the chaos this episode. I feel like Jimbo was just like, I've got this. I can have fun right now. Oh God, Jimbo. So we get an obligatory plug and th- this is a little bit ahead in the show, but we get an obligatory plug for uh, UK versus the world where Jimbo got eliminated, I believe the episode before they yes. did a snatch game. Yes. Now, the Snatch Game Family Feud. The Snatch Game Family Feud, yeah. which I have to say is a better version of I think the Family fake Feud Snatch Game, Snatch game yeah. is a stronger version. I yeah. don't think it works quite as well for the same for the fact that it just misses a few beats of Family Feud yeah. that I wish they would add in. But it's fast better money. Than, what fast money? 
No, it misses the big beat it misses that I wish it would have is it, do- it misses like the scoreboard. Yeah. 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 Um, which just would be funny. Um, but Jimbo, obligatory plug for UK versus the world. And Jimbo is having their best moment. They're getting piggyback rides by La La Ree. And I have to say, I don't know what it was about that moment, but I was like, oh, Mr. Lala. You turned into Alexis Michelle for a second. I was. I was. I turned into uh, Kayla Kay's uh, longtime husband, Alexis Michelle. Yes. And I was just like, oh, Mr. Mr. Ree. Mr. Lala Ree. Mr. Ree. That's a drag name. <laughs> that's, that's a name. Season that's 16. Dra- that's, that's a Season drag 16. king's name. Yeah, right? Right? Mr. Ree. That's like if... if- <laughs> If Lala Ree had a drag son, it would Ooh, be mystery. I love that. I yeah. Love that. And like, I, yeah, it's just, it's just Jimbo running around chaotically. And then whoop, 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 whoop. Is, yeah. is this the moment when Candy and Kahana have, when Candy's like, Heidi's. That's much later. Okay. That's much For some later. reason, I thought that happened. There was a point in this early part where it gets talked about and then it comes back up. Not yet. No, not yet. It's 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 pure chaos because what's happening is they're doing all of the they because there's like a mini walkthrough with Rue, but like it's the sort of obligatory, well, who are you doing? Well, who are you doing? And then whoever isn't the only person who doesn't have a walkthrough is Candy. Is Candy. Because you know she's safe. Yeah. So um, anyways, uh we first find out that Lala is Sukiana, who I do not know who she is. I've never seen Love and Hip Hop. I, I, I did a little Google searching because mm-hmm. I also... No, I thought it was Ink Crew. Is it Ink Crew? No, I no. Th- I think it's Love She's and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I looked her up. I listened to some of her music. Um, she chose a reality TV star. Okay. That's That's the best way to kind of look at it, which is not a bad choice. Yeah. And also, because it's not the most, like, well-known... As long as she's charming, she'll be okay. And that's, yeah. that's a very smart choice. I think for that if you're game. not great at Snatch Game, it's smart to do a reality star because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to pull from, but you're not really worried about trying to win. You're worried yeah. about survival. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever really gone home playing a reality star. True. It doesn't uh, happen often. Gia Gunn. That was a Kardashian, though. It was Valid. a Kardashian person, not well, doing a Kardashian. Fair. But it was it was, it was was Kim Kardashian also. Right? No. no. No, she, she was, was her nail tech. Yeah. Oh. She also played Kim Kardashian in her original Snatch game. Oh my god, that did happen. Yeah, oh, that's... Shit. We were just thinking of different moments. We were thinking of different Snatch games. Um, But, like, typically... Typically, it's hard to get sent home yeah. playing a reality character because the judges don't know. But it's also really hard to win. Like, Jackie Cox arguably does better than Gigi Good in that Snatch game. Yeah. But... Lisa Ren is a reality show character, so she doesn't win versus Maria the Robot. Yeah. I will say this, um, kind of going back to, I'm, I'm kind of upset that I don't know who Sukiyana is because I thought Lala, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves, that Lala was very funny in this I agree. role. Yeah. But also, Love and Hip Hop has given me personally such wonderful things. It's given us Cardi B. True. And also, um, I randomly recorded like a reunion episode of it. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It had the line... That girl, um, that girl is such a gold digger. She must have a credit card swipe between her ass crack and her pussy. Oh, that's a great line. And then the other <laughs> great line was, you know me? You in the bed with me? You clocking my pussy miles? Pussy, mi- pussy, pussy miles. miles. Season 16. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. But no. Uh, but yeah, so we have Sukiyana. Then Jessica is um, Ida Chacon. Um, 
I kind of, I, I, so I'm not going to claim like, oh, I'm a huge fan because I wasn't aware, but I kind of was. She has been a rat. She she was a name mm-hmm. it, like for Latin thing. music, yeah, for a long time. It was it was one of those things where she was describing the character, and I was just like, I have a feeling this is going to be difficult to make funny. Yeah. yeah. Now it sounded like because this person she she even flat out says like she's like uh, Puerto Rico's Dolly Parton. She's so beloved, and I'm yeah. like Jessica can do lovable. Yes, but I think there's a level of, like, if you love someone too much, it can be very difficult to do them on Snatch Agreed. Game. Agreed. That's why no one's ever done a good Beyonce. Oh, God. That's why... No one's ever done a good Beyonce. No one's ever done a good Lady Gaga. You know, I have a question for you guys, just to take a quick break from this. If you were doing Snatch Game, who would you do, and who do you love too much that you couldn't do? Oh, that, that's a good one. That's a good one, David. Thank you. Um. All right. I feel like... I could do a. Hmm. I do Ayn Rand. Okay. <laughs> Have I explained to you that I think that uh, I recently was reading The Fountainhead, and I think it's really funny how Ayn Rand you writes poor thing. like. I I really love The Fountainhead because if it was written on Live Journal in two thousand four, it would not be different. No, Ayn it's Rand a, it is so not pasta. like other girls that it's just eternal. It's so funny. Oh my god, she's not talented. She's just very funny. Yes, um, and that's what I'd play her as. I would just do this voice the whole time, and I'd just be this <laughs> horrible little goblin creature who's like, "Fuck the poor." <laughs> like that would be the entire Snatch Game. Uh, the person I don't think I could do. Because I just like them too much. Uh, Betty White. Mm. I don't like Betty White was so funny. And I also think she would be a really funny choice for Snatch Game. Because that's a person who could who did a lot. Mm-hmm. And you could pull from a lot of different sources. Betty White's a dangerous one, though, because Rue knows everything. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I also like I know a lot about her. I know about her old career, her old stand up, all that stuff. I don't know if I could do it. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably just be quoting like Placid the whole time. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Um, the person that I would uh probably do is either Aubrey Plaza or I think it'd be really fun to do Jane Krakowski. Oh, I think oh. it's shocking no one's ever done Jane because she's such a good choice. She really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, you would just basically play Jenna because that's what Jane plays in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know necessarily who I. I don't like anyone um <laughs> i'm a heinous bitch so i don't know if there's anyone i i like too much um so pass for now and i'll get back to it after you say yours um it's funny because i feel like a lot of people would want me to do courtney love uh because i do love courtney but i feel like my courtney love would be too nuanced because i just know too much hmm. um and so like i would do sort of like the thing where she's like rambling about celebrities and name dropping and whatever and it just wouldn't be it would be funny to like me and if you know courtney love it would be funny to it that. would be willow pills drew barrymore exactly yeah. uh but actually i'd probably do drew barrymore i honestly i do think drew barrymore could be very funny well the thing is is that what the problem with willow pills drew barrymore is that she did drew barrymore today before drew barrymore was like on the floor licking people's legs all i'm saying oh is when you're doing her, less is Drew Barrymore. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh. Well, that was a state of grace right there. I'm calling my lawyer. Um, How dare you? That was a Taylor Swift joke. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't know. I 
I have no idea who that is. No, see, here's the thing. I, I didn't I, know, but then David got this little smirk of like, <laughs> I'm so clever. I'm so clever. I'm such, I'm um, so the moment. My, opi- my opinion of Taylor Swift is, uh, any most Taylor Swift songs is Vivi Zahara Benet's opinion of Ornatia. Who? Who is Arnesha? I don't know her. Um, I will say this. Um, I I would I wouldn't do Taylor Swift because I don't. I mean, I feel like there's the thing is the fact that it's like there's way to make people funny. It's just that it's like uh, it's like when Raja did Latoya Jackson. It was that one joke kind of over and over again. So like, there's this one. I know that you know this. There's this one View interview. Uh, with Lady Gaga. Oh God. And like that's the Lady Gaga that I would do <laughs> where she's like where she was like she's like when Amy Winehouse died. I I felt like I lost a sister. I couldn't speak for a week. Oh, were you close? I never met her. (laughs) So here's what I'm going to say is that Raja's uh, Latoya Jackson works because that is RuPaul's favorite Latoya quote. Cracker actually did Lady Gaga on the press tour for A Star Is Born. Right. Doing the thing that everyone was laughing about of there could be a hundred people in a room. Yeah. And that basically being all of her answers. And Rue didn't find it funny because RuPaul's never been on the internet. So if you're going to do something like that, you just need to make sure Rue knows the idea. Good point. RuPaul saw the Honey Badger video and closed his computer forever. It was like, this is all I need from the internet. The internet has peaked. He yeah. has he has his assistant read his emails yes. and reply for him. Like, yes. No, RuPaul doesn't even have an email address. <laughs> you write a- it on fucking parchment and mail it, goddammit. You don't send it, all- you, what are you talking about? You send it by a carrier pigeon. <laughs> what are you talking about? You make Michelle drive to your house, pick up the letter, and hand deliver it to Ru. And Michelle just shows up, curlers in his hair, being like, do you know did what you I had to do to get this? Did you he him, Michelle? I yes, did. Yes, you did. <laughs> what, you can he him, Michelle, and I can't? Well, it's different when they do it. Oh, fine. <laughs> anyway. Happy Pride, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, and Michelle shows up. like The kids cur- are in the backseat. Kids are in the backseat, curlers in her hair, face mask on, and she's like, I had to cross the 405 for this. Yeah, that's that's what we call a Los Angeles joke, ladies and gentlemen. She had to drive from New Jersey. Yes. That's why that joke was so long as she was driving from New Jersey. From driving from New Jersey. Um, no, but anyways, the way that you do Drew Barrymore, to take a very long tangent back, is you got to do 90s Drew Barrymore. You got to do 90s Drew Barrymore, recently emancipated. Having too much fun. Exactly. Just having so it's too like, much fun. it's like, hi, Rue. Oh, my God. It's so exciting to be here. I just got out of the Blue Angel. Isn't that great? <laughs> it is creepy how you've practiced this. Yeah. You like know what you're doing and it's uncomfortable <laughs> for me. Um, also, the one thing that I would do is at some point I'd jump up on the desk and I'd lift up my shirt and that's where the answer would be. Ah, because she showed her tits on I think, I think that would get you. I've never seen someone do a move that big in a regular snatch game and not be in the bottom for it. This is valid. Fair Snooki enough. wants mush mush. Selena S. Titty giving birth. Ooh, that was a lot. Detox peeing. We don't talk about that. <laughs> like, the only... There's one of those things where, like, Jimbo tap dances in this episode. Yeah. And it is truly the highest risk, highest reward situation I yeah. think I've ever seen pay off on Snatch Game. Yeah. For real. Because it is so funny that it works. Yeah. But if it was just a little less committed... It would have it, it, it was also yeah. impressive. People keep saying that Jimbo's throwing her lip syncs. And I think that they'd be right, because that was the best Jimbo's ever danced I on know. the show. <laughs> You're not um, wrong. So next we have James Mansfield. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to Jimbo in a sec. 
Uh, James Mansfield decided to do Jennifer Coolidge. Which is just smart. It's good casting. It's easy. I mean, I will say it was risky. I feel like we're not appreciating that because... Uh, the one thing I will say also is I don't think she knows that much Jennifer Coolidge. No. It feels like her Jennifer Coolidge is very much like a, like a 90s... Like a, a, like, a, like a person in their late 20s, early 30s Jennifer Coolidge where it's very... Sipper's mom, White Lotus, Legally Blonde. Yes. Oh, she was also doing a lot of um, her character from Two Broke Girls. Yeah, it was very, like, it was very that, or even, like, Cinderella Story. Yeah. Versus being Jennifer Coolidge from, like, like, RuPaul references Best in Show, and Mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to bounce back from that, because she doesn't quite know what Best in Show, like, because, well, so that's, like, I think referencing a comedy is always hard. I mean, the other thing that I will say is that it's, like, there's so much to be mined from Jennifer Coolidge's interviews, where, like, when someone was like, what's the next role you want to play? And she goes, a dolphin. (laughs) And they're like, oh, like in an animated movie. And she's like, no, an actual dolphin. God, she's so weird. Or no, Why my personal favorite. with her, myself included? Um, my personal favorite is a friend of mine went to a Paley Fest thing. And it was for two broke girls. And they were like, what's everyone's favorite cupcake? And she went, oh, I don't know. Salmon. What? what? Exactly. That's Jennifer Maybe Coolidge. Maybe she is a dolphin. <laughs> Maybe she's secretly been a dolphin this whole time, and we just <laughs> never noticed. <laughs> that explains the laugh. Yeah, it, explain it laugh. does. But uh, I think that Jennifer Coolidge is a very strong, choice, a strong choice, and James does a good job with it. Um, it oh. is. It is one of those things where, like, I think doing a comedian is always really difficult mm-hmm. because yeah. you don't want to just do their stand up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that James did a really good job of feeling like Jennifer Coolidge without just reciting jennifer coolidge lines yeah yeah and she you know the voice we've talked about the voice uh james plays a character with a very distinct voice and that voice is very close to the jennifer coolidge voice i had a moment where she started talking and i went oh yeah yeah no you didn't notice that no no i I mean i didn't think about it yeah yeah yeah. i don't i don't think about james when she's not talking (laughs) (laughs) um we next have alexis doing b arthur which is also that is the single biggest risk in the episode because no one has ever done a golden girl and not Failed. Been in the bottom. Yeah. Like, right. Even Raven, I believe, was in the bottom for her uh, B. Arthur as well, back on All-Stars yes. 1. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All-Stars 1, Raven. That's Raven's first time lip syncing. And then she lip syncs every episode mm-hmm. from then on. Because All-Stars 1's a disaster. All-Stars 1 is wild. I mean, All-Stars 1 is that's so Raven. <laughs> yeah. B. Arthur, that's a choice. I yeah. like it. I, I think it's... I was immediately worried for Alexis. And then it started... I weirdly wasn't. No, I was worried for Alexis. And then the sh- it started. And she was so comfortable. She looked like B. Arthur. But like, too. not only did she look like B. Arthur, she looked like she was in such control of the situation that I went, oh... Okay. Like, yeah. she was so confident that I was able to relax. Yeah, I wasn't nervous about her at all because I was worried about Kahana. Yes, Kahana, who is actually next as Coco Montrese. It's who almost like I set you up for a transition. Does I know. not know that any anything her drag mother has ever said other than, look how orangey fuck it looks. <laughs> it was wild to be like, this is a human being I physically know, and I only know the quotes from the show. So I think that that's what she was trying to do. And well, it's I forget who it was that said this. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but I actually think this is a very interesting thing. Someone made a point. Actually, I lied. I was a little worried for um for Alexis solely because I forget who it was. But someone said the best way that you could do snatch game is you do a lot of research 
And then the minute you step on stage, you throw it out the window. I don't know who said that. I don't remember who said that either, but I was like, it's kind of true. Because you kind of have to have a freewheeling. And I think that the issue with Kahana is that Kahana wasn't having like a freewheeling moment. She was trying to like hit moments from the show. See, I, I disagree. I mean, she was literally dressed as Coco specifically in the that episode. From yeah. moment. Like, yes. it's, which I think was just like a, a bad. Ch- I think this could have been a really fun opportunity to show all the reasons she loves Coco. Mm-hmm. And instead, she was so worried about saying things that were recognizably Coco yeah. that mm. she just lost any ability to have fun. Well, we talked about earlier, like, people you admire too much to do in Snatch Game. I feel like this is someone you know too well to do Snatch Game. Yeah. Because she wasn't very... She wasn't Coco. She was Coco in that split second where she goes, I'm not joking, bitch. She yeah. was Coco as owned by Logo. Yeah. Yes. A Coco Logo. A Coco Logo. Uh, then we have Jimbo as Shirley Temple. I was very, oh this is either going to be fantastic or the worst thing I've ever seen. It was both. We will yeah. get there. Yeah. It was also creepy as fuck. Oh my God. It was so, I've un- never, I, I was high on marijuana edibles and it was the most horrifying it thing was, I've ever It was, it was, it was like whatever happened to baby Shirley Temple. Oh. I mean, there's something, so I think there's something really interesting about, uh, we'll, we'll get to it because yeah, I yeah. want to talk about it in reference yeah, to yeah. Heidi. Heidi is Blackbeard. Which I don't mind. I, I don't mind. It's I, pirate puns. I cannot understand how Heidi was Blackbeard and didn't just put on a classic pirate voice. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But honestly, I have this weird, like, there was something about, it's funny that you said, did this happen before or after Snatch Game? Because during Snatch Game, the only thing that I could think was like, her beard is falling off. She looks miserable. She is completely phoning this in. Oh, she I disagree. She is done. Oh, wow. I watched a very different. Snatch I mean, I think that it's, I don't think she does well in Snatch Game. It feels like she, the fact that her peg leg falls off, I still can't tell if it was a scripted bit. I think it was a scripted bit. Or not, because it, it was, was so funny. Wild. It was so. That was really funny, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of, okay, it's similar to Gigi Good choosing to be that robot mess. Mm-hmm. Heidi was just like, Okay, I get to make a bunch of pirate jokes and dress up as a pirate. I think it's very similar also to, like, Rosé doing Mary Queen of Scots, where it's like, I'm just doing a Scottish accent and saying old-timey things. And that's basically what Heidi was doing, so I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I don't know, there was something about it where she didn't put on any affectation on her voice. I was just like, how are you not just playing Captain Jack right now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well, where I was just like, because it felt like even when she was like, Here's the map. Find the jokes. It was like it was wild to do a pirate as yeah. a su- with in a southern accent. Exactly. Um, and then last but not least, we have the uninintroduced until she is on stage. Candy <laughs> Muse as Renee Gaziano as Tony Soprano. Exactly. It's one of those things. I've I've officially decided that the best choice uh, for Snatch Game is to pick someone from Mob Wives because it's only happened twice and both people were perfect. Big Ang. Big yeah. Ange. Big Ange. Big Ange was so good. I don't, and Renee, yeah. something or other. I I think Candy should have won this episode strictly for making a character whose entire personality mm-hmm. was dunking on Staten Island. Yeah. Like, hating Staten Island that much, I relate to it as somebody who lived in New York. Same. Staten Island I'm is a so... dump. It's where we send our garbage. No, That's it's, all, there's it's also... literally a dump. No, no, no. It's literally a David, dump. David, can I finish my joke? Sure, no, just because Pope was giving a look, so I was just... So what I was saying was... Staten Island's a dump. It's where we send our garbage. 
That's also where the waste management center is. But I'm shish. Like I was getting there. So Staten Island, terrible. Got it. Love that for me. Staten Island is the Orange County of uh, New York. Ooh. Staten Island goes red in all of its elections. Staten Island gave us Colin Jost and Pete Davidson. Our first group is James, Heidi, Kahana, Kahana and who was the fourth one there? Uh, uh, that's Chicago. Jessica Wild. Oh, Jessica Wild. Thank yeah. you. Um, and okay, as we established with, with, early, I don't know who this man is, but he—he's cute. Hi. Yes, Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers is very cute. Yeah, Matt Rogers comes out. He's very com- Matt Rogers felt very comfortable. Oh yeah, in yeah. that chair in a way that like Bowen felt a little bit more nervous. Like Matt was Matt looked like. It looked like they gave Matt the questions ahead of time and they didn't give Bowen the questions ahead of time because he was like looking up a lot for a lot of yeah. it and like very relaxed um, and very clearly having a great time yeah. while the people next to him were floundering. Yeah. yeah, it was it was hard to watch. The first group was definitely a toughie. They were saved by they were saved by James and I'd argue. Yeah, I thought Heidi was really funny. I. I think that you need to rewatch it. I did. I rewatched it three times, and each time I was like, "Like, look, is Heidi going?" Heidi, Heidi has was like not a winner. Three really funny yeah. moments, and the rest is bad. Yeah, and like, also Heidi just seemed done. I mean, it's still better than Kahana. No, yeah, Kahana yeah. did the worst, and Jessica, Jessica was doing nothing. Jessica yeah. just wasn't funny. Jessica didn't. There, there's a level of I think it's very difficult to do comedy in a language that you don't speak as your yeah. first language, oh, yeah. and so there were points when like when it was like. If you are what you eat, what are you? And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm I'm hot with a fat ass. And it's like, that's... There's that's a joke the, there. Yeah. Like, it's just like, not here. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're being funny because you're Jessica and you're very likable. Yeah. But you just... The ability to volley is getting lost a little bit yeah. in this moment. Heidi's femme voice, though. Can we talk about Heidi's femme voice for half a second? Heidi is trying to take pheromone spot at yeah. the, uh, at the uh, 1-900 number. My God. It was... <laughs> uncanny yeah. when she saw like but i was it. like i was like why is she doing this voice for black there were so many it things where i was like work it was heidi in a pirate outfit playing heidi yeah yeah and i, and I was like i was like this could have been really funny if she'd like really leaned into like being patchy the pirate from spongebob yeah or like that, being barbosa yeah. if she'd walked out and been like our matey it felt like something had happened one. yeah i i would have walked out and been like the a pirate's Real love is the sea. Like, I would have just been, like, making pirate jokes the entire time. I would have been talking like this. I would have been talking about my quest for booty. I would have been talking about, like, the funniest moment of the entire thing was the six seas. There are seven seas. And I wish she'd been like, we hadn't discovered the seven sea back in my day. Yeah. I mean, that was also a throwback to her original Snatch game where she was like, black bears. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I, I, I've yeah. mostly blocked out yeah. that Snatch game. Yeah. Kahana gets a talking head where she feels like Heidi is bullying her during this moment. You could say she feels very attacked. Right she feels now. very yeah. attacked right now. And like, it's one of those things where I get the impulse to be like, you're just dogpiling on me to try to save yourself. But mm-hmm. I also think there is a level of Heidi being like, I thought maybe you could pick up these jokes. Yeah. Like that's a hundred percent what's going on. Of Snatch game is that when someone says something also, Every Snatch game has moments where someone is 
fucking up and someone else makes fun of them. It's improv. Like, yeah. it's part of the Snatch game. What uh, the fuck? There was something, it just kind of felt like something with that group. Like, something happened that we did not see, like, right before the cameras went on. Yeah. And, like, it affected Heidi, it affected Kahana. I don't think it's necessarily that. I think there's something to Snatch Game where the second... It's so impossible to pull yourself out of a bad Snatch Game. Yeah. We've never seen somebody start nosediving and correct in Snatch Game. Yeah. That's it has fair. never happened. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is absolutely something to be said for the idea of the second Rue stops laughing, just being aware that you're going to be up for elimination tonight. Yeah. And I think that for everyone in that group other than James... Rue stopped laughing after question like two. Yeah. And never really picked it back up. So mm-hmm. they were just aware they couldn't. They they were just like seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah. And that is hard to do. Yeah. Valid. Again, it's why Snatch Game of Love is bad, is that this entire group kind of gives up halfway through. Yeah. Really and so did. it's just not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so James ends up winning this this one. Yeah. yeah. Even though she looks like a fembot from uh Austin Powers. Yeah, she's she Jennifer Coolidge. That's what Jennifer Coolidge looks like. <laughs> um, but I, real... I guess I don't know. I guess I would have done like a white, like the white lotus pink scarf thing. Oh, that oh, would have been really cute. Well, the, uh, this might have been before the pink scarf. Good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, but I think that, I think she feels like she she again feels a little bit like legally blonde era Jennifer Coolidge without picking a specific reference. Fair, which okay. I don't. I actually really like that. I okay. like I like having a reference that isn't exact. Yeah, yeah. yeah you never want to be just them wearing that costume but i was gonna say this snatch game of love did something a little different because they are having the girls interact with each other they are explicitly asking them to now Mm -hmm. um how do you feel about that do you feel like that's a little too like i think it created my my absolute favorite moment which was look into her eyes and tell me what she looks like I can tell she's wearing contacts. That was brilliant. It that was, was so funny. That was brilliant. It was, it's one of those things where, like, especially it being Coco. Yeah. That was so funny. It's the same thing as, like, when Kahana was doing the filters thing. And it was like, this is funny. If you've ever seen anything Coco's ever posted yeah. on Instagram, she's the most filtered queen I've ever seen. For someone who's usually so unfiltered. Live. <laughs> so, next up, we have round two. Alexis, Candy, Lala, and Jimbo. Yes. I have Um, never been more uncomfortable during a Snatch game, and I mean that as a positive thing. It was so... Jimbo... Jimbo and Alexis... So, we were talking about... uh, We were talking about, before uh, we started recording, how Ginger and Kylie are so good in Snatch Game of Love together that it Mm -hmm. feels like it should have been a double win. Yes. Alexis and Jimbo are so good, but they're never not competing each oh, other. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They are in a knockdown drag out fight for this. And, and I am here for it. <laughs> Alexis is not playing a character who can stand up and tap dance. Yes. Uh, also, Jimbo's not playing uh Shirley Temple. No, she's playing so I was actually so you know how I was like Heidi's not playing a pirate? Right. Jimbo's playing the amalgamation of a child. Yes. Yes. Jimbo is playing I am a six foot six white man dressed up as a dressed up and speaking like a little girl right now yeah. i'm not shirley temple i'm horrifying yeah jimbo is bringing yeah. all of their clowning and then occasionally sprinkling in 
Shirley Temple references. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mostly playing this like idea the the idea of a grown man dressed as a child. But yes. I was okay with it. Oh no, I don't oh, have it a problem so with it. Funny. I think yeah. there's it was two, so funny. There's two ways of doing a great snatch game. There is I am somehow embodying this person so perfectly that. There's the Jinx Monsoon Natasha Leone. Yeah. Right. Or even like the, Ele- I think Alexis Michelle was doing this with B. Arthur. Yeah. And then there's. Oh, Alexis Michelle wasn't there. The ghost yeah. of B. Arthur was inside was of on her, that stage. Which famously, B. Arthur was also once inside Ross Matthews. Of course. Yes. Uh, that's a, that's a, anyone else remember that? No. That was season 13? It was, I thought, it was, yeah, maybe? Maybe? Possibly. Someone was like, someone was like the voice of, uh, of the book goes to be Arthur was inside. We'll let you figure that out. Yeah. No, but what, no, but I was saying. And then there's, and then, I'm sorry, that was really funny. That was good. Uh, and then there's the Ben de la Creme method, which is Ben de la Creme. Ben de la Creme's uh, Maggie Smith is mm-hmm. not a perfect Maggie Smith. No, yeah. it's kind of a an amalgamation of an old woman with Maggie Smith specifics sprinkled in yes playing the character from downton abbey yes Yes. and i think that both of these characters when like using a voice that reminisces it Mm -hmm. and i think that both of those methods are incredibly valid and very funny versions of snatch game Mm -hmm. and i think it's really fun to see jimbo and alexis next to each other because they're doing entirely opposite snatch games that are just operating at kind of the height of what makes a good snatch yes yeah yeah it was it it was like chef's kiss between the two of them. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. and then Candy and Lalaurie are just like not failing. Yeah, they're yes. both still they're both doing really good. a good job. Um, I do love when Jimbo did tap dance though. I oh, forget what God. she how she ended it. She ended it in a very. I just shit myself. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> and then no, no, Joe was just sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers don't think I'm funny. I'm, I think I've never said that. I never that. said that David either. says it all the time, but I've never said it. How dare you, when, when, Heidi, in closet me? When we, when the camera stopped rolling, she came up to me and she was like... <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing because we're in pain. Uh, but no, um, Candy fully breaks wait, because what are of you, Jimbo. Joe, what are you talking about? When the camera stopped rolling, I said, anything you say to me means nothing. <laughs> We really just went deep cut. Oh no. Is there something on my face? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. I apologize to future Pope for how loud that was. I don't. Oh I don't. Fuck you, future me. Deal with it. Oh it's funny. God. I slapped my thigh so hard I'm red. <laughs> oh my god, it's another Taylor Swift reference. No! <laughs> oh boy. So, oh my god, we have fun. So, Jimbo... Also, wait, there's one moment that I think is really funny. What's up? Um, up? Oh, right, no, but what I was gonna say is, when she says I shit myself, Candy just breaks. Yeah, Candy literally has to turn up. But no, there's a part where uh, Lala Ree says she's a dog because pussy barks, and Rue goes, oh yeah. And I'm like, did somebody just prep Rue with, like, three facts about this character? And that was one of them. Oh my god! That's what they need to do for Snatch Games. Yeah. That's, well, that's why they have Michelle, is Michelle oh. knows every single person that's ever... Remember that time that Michelle was like, I love Poppy, when it was like that one character yeah. that Crystal Method did? And yeah, Poppy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I've am i actually been a fan of her for a minute, so... Are you Michelle Visage? I might be. 
Have you ever seen us in the same room? No. That's what Michelle looks like now that the breasts the breasts are out and the wig is off. I do think I have bigger tits than her. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> Honey, we all have bigger tits than her at this point. We have that really awkward lip sync at the end of the snatch Oh, game. that was shit. We got some time to fill. No, uh, send in the dancing lobsters. I'm going to be really clear. I'm very upset that they used a song as iconic as Read You Wrote You and did not include I Am Roxy Andrews, Andrews and I'm here, here to make it clear. I know, I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. Was the pitch on season five? I'm here, here to make it right. right. Give me a sewing couch and I give you what you like. I'm full, full of tricks, tricks, baby, just like it's Halloween. A room full of monsters and it makes you want to scream. I have to get this right so you don't waste your time. Not like my comedy. I'm killing on this rhyme. You couldn't hear me because I was lip syncing. Oh, God. I, I love the fact that I can't do a lot of math, but I still have that. Yeah, yeah. I still have that. No, I, anytime I learn any fact, it pushes something out of my brain, but not that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Jimbo ends up winning, and then yes. we have the silly dance number, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand why, but we do not get the famous song, as we said. Yes. And now we're back in the workroom the following day. Yes. Um, And Candy coming, puts on the Shirley Temple for- wig verse first huh they weren't never mind uh, i didn't have a good joke stop yelling at me You're just meet me behind the mall joe um what what it's also taylor swift reference i i, I don't here. know who i don't know what cheers is <laughs> okay wow it's how's it feel how's it feel name? joe how's anyways. it feel maybe i had a moment last yes. week who knows anyways so um <laughs> Really awkward lip sync. Candy puts on uh, Jimbo's Shirley Temple wig and (laughs) puts on the Shirley Temple wig. And James is back in his standard outfit. Yes. Um, I kind of wanted, I'm like, like, I would love to see a Snatch game where Candy Muse does Shirley Temple. I'm not going to lie. I mean, wasn't Candy the little girl on that Brady Bunch fiasco they did? Yes. Yeah, that yes, was funny. she was. Oh, my God. I mean, that wasn't funny. Maybe but... that's why I was, like, thinking that's where that came from. Yeah. Yep. So um, so then we get to the difficult part of the episode. They start They start talking. Kahana talks about how Candy ups, or how uh, Candy about how Heidi upset her during Snatch Game. Kahana is deep in her feelings. Yeah. She, she has a lot of emotions for not really that safe. Um, and then... Candy's like, I'm supposed to see this alliance with Jimbo and Heidi, but Heidi told Jimbo that I said that she was going to get sent. I was going to send her home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, I rewatched this episode three times just so I could write down this sequence of events beat for fucking beat mm-hmm. because it was one of those things where I was like, I had to have missed something. And ultimately I didn't. And that makes it suck all the harder. Yeah. Okay. So it starts with Candy talking to Kahana. Candy tells Kahana, you know, Heidi came for me, too, behind the scenes. And Kahana is already very deep in her feelings. Yes. Next, uh, we cut to Jimbo and Jessica talking about Snatch Game. Jimbo feels like they did pretty good. And Jessica feels like they did pretty good. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Uh, Alexis, who also feels like they did pretty good, checks in on Kahana. And that's when Kahana snaps and goes after Heidi's neck. I do, I do think it's important to just remember, because Kahana's currently getting a lot of shit right now. And she doesn't deserve that it. That it is never appropriate to send hate to queens. Yes. If you do that, you suck. And that Kahana is just a person having very real emotions right now. And 
they're being recorded on a camera and there's dramatic music happening behind them. It's yes. also important to note that whenever you are on a reality TV show, it is a pressure cooker. You are they underfeed you. The, you are underfed. You are underslept. It's they are trying to get as many emotions out of you as possible. And yeah. they succeeded here. And yes. by the way, if you do send any hate to a queen, I hope you just stub your toe and fall down a small flight of stairs. I you mean, suck. if you're yeah. if you're someone who sends hate to queens, um, I hope you have a really bad 13th birthday. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hope no one shows up to the roller rink. No one shows up to you. your bar mitzvah. Oy vey. So Heidi tries to apologize. Kahana is not having it. James, in a talking head, mentions... I don't feel like she did anything wrong. Yeah, James is yeah. like, this is what Snatch Game is. Yeah. And James is correct in this talking head. Yes. Um, Heidi attempts to apologize some more. And then Candy jumped in. And I will say, I think that Candy is rather justified in saying, why are you trying to break up our alliance right now? Yeah. I think that this is a genuine thing. She, Heidi had been saying, I have tea that will blow up the competition. And then so Heidi spills her tea. Her tea, meaning her her truth? I guess. Yeah. Alleged truth. Sorry, that was a reference to I, Season Rock. 5. Yeah, yeah. Draggle Rock. Draggle Rock, where uh, Alaska did boy drag, and it was the funniest goddamn thing, and then they were almost in the bottom for it. <laughs> I'm in drag, Rue. Yes, but you're in a boy drag. <laughs> huh? <laughs> they were named Buffalo Bill. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's honestly, I love Draggle Rock. Uh, I want that to come back so bad. Um... But then Heidi, so Candy's like, you told Jimbo that I'm cunning for her, and why would you say that? And Heidi responds with, because you did. But we, so here's the thing. This is entirely alleged. We don't have footage of it. No. Apparently, Candy told Heidi and Alexis, or maybe just told Alexis and Alexis told Heidi, I genuinely cannot tell based on the things being said. Yeah, because Alexis keeps flip-flopping. Yeah, Alexis is first like, yeah, no, yeah, that that was said, and then she's like, no. It Mm -mm, seems mm -mm. might, what I think, so what I think might have happened is I think there's a chance that Alexis is thinking, Jimbo's big competition, we might need to get rid of her. That is a thought in her mind. She says it out loud in this episode, uh, in a confessional. Candy, off mic, is like, isn't Jimbo, Jimbo's turning into huge competition right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Alexis, hearing that, maybe fills in, we're on the same page, goes to Heidi being like, hey, we're all on this page. I was talking to Candy. We're trying, we're going to try to gun for Jimbo. And maybe, because when, because she's like, because Heidi's like, you said this, right? To Alexis and Alexis is like she did and Candy was like I told you she was big competition there was no point when I said these things right yeah. and she goes no and I think that is the moment of Alexis going oh, oh I no. maybe I maybe created a bit of drama yeah he does the way Alexis reacts and again I also I'm going to pull myself away and remind myself that and you our were audience. Once in love with Alexis, um, and yes. you and Kayla have to fight. Us in the and Kayla lot about... have had. Uh, Kayla and I have had many arguments late into the night over who 
will be with Alexis Michelle. But who's no. celebrating their love? Yes, for Alexis but Michelle. I, I, who's the Romeo? To who's be the serious for half a second, I was just gonna say whose I story need- it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just need to remind myself that these are real people having real reactions. Yes. And yeah. Alexis has a very real reaction about this whole thing. Yes. And it looked rough. No, yes. Alexis is clear. I think that's that is why I think there's a chance that Alexis maybe accidentally sparked this. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think that it's per, I don't think she did it on purpose. I also think that Alexis is right. At the end of this episode, there's one thing that's clear. If Jimbo is not sent home by one of these queens. Jimbo will win this season. And I think that Alexis is correct in saying one of us has to send her home. Um, But I think that she maybe jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. Misunderstood something. Jumped the Gia gun. Because she has such a visceral reaction. Yeah. To Mm -hmm. Heidi leaving. And she truly has a full breakdown that feels incredibly genuine. Before we get to Heidi leaving, like, Alexis tries to white woman it, where it's like, it's fine, let's all leave this past. We're all fierce competition. And then the fighting keeps going and Heidi... She's like, let's burn some sage. Yeah. Yeah, and um, one of the best things to ever be said is Heidi saying, it was so quiet you could hear a rat piss on cotton. Which is a good line. It's a good line. But Heidi... I mean, yeah, we keep talking about it. I might as well just, let's just fucking say yeah. it. Heidi, Heidi leaves. left the competition. I thought there was a chance. I was so, I was hoping there was a chance that when Candy followed her out, Candy was going to be able to beg her back. Yeah. Um, Like, I've been saying this whole podcast that nothing will ever convince me that uh, Candy and Heidi are not fully in on it together and mm-hmm. creating something and doing this all for drama on television. And I guess in fairness, there was one thing that was going to convince me that this was not just for drama on television. Yeah. yeah. And it was the thing that happened. Yeah. It's actually funny because I wrote in my notes, ask Joe about this because I know that you had been saying that for episodes now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's, I think it's sort of the like, it's funny. I was talking to someone about it where I was like, on this podcast, we have gentle ribbing and we're always easy to like take a minute to go like, are you okay? Are you okay? And check in with each other. I'm not sure if it was like, if one of them thought it was gentle ribbing and then the, and then it just got taken a little too far because I think that for Heidi, there was definitely, I I think that she came in and felt like she was strong competition and she was, and she was doing quite well. And then all of a sudden she had two episodes where she should have won and lost one episode where she was just like, I've had it. I'm, you know, like not feeling like I'm getting my flowers. Kind of like when Joe said, I don't remember who it was, but like, if you don't win this episode, if you don't win Jan, the episode. When Jan lost yeah. the ruse called Jan was aware that she was going home. Exactly. Yeah. So like Heidi must have been like, I think my time is coming and I think my time is coming soon. And I think that she was aware that some that she did not do well in Snatch Game. And that if everyone was now dogpiling on her, it, it was it, she was going to be sent home. So rather than get, than be in the bottom and get sent home, she took herself out. I, I disagree only on the fact that I don't think Heidi was going to go home this week. I no, genuinely oh, don't feel that way. I think it would have been Kahana, but I think oh, there, I agree. There is a cha- there's always that universe where people go, well, one of them has a win. Yeah. Valid. And here's the thing, though. Here's what I wanted to say, though. Mm -hmm. Heidi was having a panic attack. Absolutely. Heidi was having. We. There is a large gap of time between Mm -hmm. Heidi just leaving that room and Heidi saying her goodbyes and Lala Mm -hmm. telling her, I love you. Yeah. There is a very large gap of time between those two moments. 
And, you know, when shit gets that bad, when you do feel like you're being ganged up on and you're in this pressure cooker, like, no, I don't think she was going to go home this week. I really don't. Oh, I don't. I don't even think she was in the bottom this week. I think. But but I I feel like she had had a really rough time that we weren't seeing. I agree, yes. but that's what I was saying. It's I think that she had convinced herself. She yes, was going home that's this week. what I was trying to Maybe. say. Like, I think is that, that it was she was convinced that she was probably in the bottom. Whether she was or not in the bottom is for Mama Root to decide. Um, but it was I think that she in her mind was like, "This is the week I go home, and Maybe. I'm going." And like so much drama is ensuing, and because I agree with you, I don't think she was going home this week. I don't think she was even in the bottom two. Um, I just think that she was very much in her, like, she was very much having a panic attack. I'm ready to bet that, like, as you said, there was a long period of time. I think producers were like, please do not leave. Please do not leave. Because I genuinely think that this is, like, she opened the door for, like, another queen to take her spot. Because I genuinely think she could have had a bounce back. I think that Heidi, I think that Rue loves Heidi so much that this was probably difficult and i was actually surprised we didn't get somebody one we didn't get rue coming to set but i think i think rue was probably literally in hair and makeup yeah like like rue probably didn't have the ability to come and check but i was genuinely surprised because i it's one of those things it's similar to angina where it's the only person who really thinks that you don't have a seat at this table right now is you and that's really upsetting the whole thing like we we were talking before yeah. we even start filming, like, this is going to yeah. be a rough episode. Yeah. And just talking about this bums me out. It also, so well, this also reminds me a lot um, of Gia Gunn and Pheromone mm. on All Stars 4, where um, Gia talked about it a lot in interviews being like, before Gia and Farrah started having like real problems outside, she was like, I thought me and Farrah we're on the same page that we were making drama for television. Wait, and Pheromone? Wasn't on that yeah. page. They were on the same All-Stars. Not India? No, Pheromone and Gia Gunn. India Farah is with Derek Barry. Oh, okay, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, got um, my, I got my Farahs confused. But that's like, oh. like, and like, that's, I think, a little bit of what happened is Candy was like, we're making fun drama for TV. And Heidi was like ha- having a hard time dog paddling. Yeah. I picked the, I think, I, I think you're right. Um, which is why I assumed because because Heidi is such like a wonderful actress and yeah. so fun. I thought that she just got it, and I think we saw that she had. Yeah, it. no. Um, and then the runway category this week is reveal <laughs> yourself. Yes, wow. yes, yes. I we, think just to say one quick final thing. Uh, okay. Well, we're gonna get back to Heidi because I she she does play. We do have to talk about Untucked this week. Blech. Sure. All right. Um, because there is a, there is a lot of important stuff to talk, I don't about, with talk about with Untucked. Um, no, yeah, there's there's some good, but there's also some bad. There's a lot of bad. Um, I but I do agree that I think a lot of time has pa- had passed. I think that a lot of people tried to convince her to stay, and also what I think sucks more about this than like Ben de la Creme taking herself out of the competition, or even Adore Delano, is the fact that this is something that is completely tied to drama. Yeah. yeah. And it's completely tied to the fact that it's just like it's 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 one of those panic inducing moments of like, fuck, I will never get out of this. And it's going to haunt me for the rest of the time I'm here. But I will say that I did write down that she wrote that she lost her peace and joy 
in this competition and is happy with what she showed and feels like she has grown as a queen and has been able to show that to her audience. And I think it's also important to remember that Candy and Jimbo and Heidi are Are all friends. They're They're not going going on on tour. They're going on a cruise. It's a cruise. Okay. It's not a tour. I checked. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, going, they're, do, they're, they're doing a cruise together. They're doing a show together. They're going yeah. cruising together. They love each other. They really are friends. They, yeah. um, I saw uh, Heidi and Jimbo do Christmas Queens together. Candy wasn't there. Um, uh, Silky was. Although the best, I don't remember if it was who it was, but I just remember that Silky's like, do you know the worst part about being on this tour is people giving me gifts, assuming I'm either cornbread or candy. Oh, that's offensive. <laughs> How? They don't even look alike. Silky and Candy are two wildly different people. I know, but that's what she says. She's like, she was like, she's like, literally people will come up and be like, I have a gift for Candy. And they're like, Silky's here. And they're like, oh, I guess you can give it to her anyways. And why would they think she's cornbread? They don't even look alike. Um, in the only thing that I will say. Racism. Racism. No, not even that. In defense, I'm pretty sure silky came in as a last minute replacement uh, because i think on the poster it was it, it is either, i think it's supposed to be candy or cornbread yeah, okay. or right. the people and then silky was a last minute replacement but i was thrilled i fucking love silky silky's great so as stated the re- the theme for this runway is reveal yourself i really like this as a theme for one simple reason it makes it so we don't see it in the finale um no it's <laughs> trash garbage i am not i am not uh the thing i like about this is that making the theme reveal yourself rather than two and one or three and one looks Mm -hmm. is that it gives you options of what you can do so i do really appreciate this um the reveal runway so like first up we have jessica wilde coming out it's cute and she's the chicken Chicken. then she's the egg then she's the sunny side up yeah then she's sunny side up it's very cute Mm -hmm. it's very fun i didn't like the middle costume but then she took it off, and I was like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. the middle one was odd. It should have been more like a 60s-type dress. That would have been cute. Yeah. Yeah, make it a little bit more mod. Though yeah. that would maybe be a little Blair St. Clair three-in-one looks. Valid. Fair. So next is Kahana, and we've talked a lot about Kahana not relying on that body. This is the first time I'm like, this is relying on I mean, this is all body. But I do love that it was very... It she was took very, off her panties. It was very Vegas showgirl. Yes. This yes. is how you do this exact thing in Vegas. Yeah. She she turns around. She covers her chest with the boa. She yeah. takes the thing off. Like, she's doing reveals. I just wish there was, like, a reveal, an unexpected reveal. You could say best believe she was still bejeweled when she walked in the room. She could make the whole place shimmer. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I wish that, like, there was a headdress reveal. Or yeah, yes. I wish like, there yes. was something more because this is just, I'm Kahana, I'm in really good shape, I have a breast pad, da-da, and I've done a lot of work. Down, yeah. there, there's, there is kind down. of something to the yeah. idea of it being like, this is, you know, a lot of queens spend a lot of money yeah. on their runways, and Kahana did too. Plastic surgery isn't cheap. Yes. Not wrong. Then we have James Mansfield. I loved this. Yes. I, favorite look of the night. So uh, I liked it. I I didn't like the middle look. I, I agree. I wish that the middle corset was more interesting because then it just reveals into less of a corset. Yes. Um, That's fair. And it also, That's fair. it's a little too reminiscent of... I've seen this exact silhouette in the fruit challenge. Yes. Yeah. This is her fruit runway silhouette. Yes. It is. It um, is. My prob- My only problem with the look was the last one because the bodysuit was 
It was droopy. Sure, yeah. but again, we just talked about they underfeed the queens on these shows. Yeah. I think that there is absolutely something to be said for the fact that, like, this also is not the stress the first... and anxiety yeah. leading up to this show. Oh, yeah. But, like, big girls are at a disadvantage when it comes to things fitting because literally they just have more weight they can physically Exactly. Lose. Um, and I did think it was a little offensive when Michelle was like, well, tighten it. I mean, I the thing that I'll say is that Michelle you wasn't like well tightened. She drag. was like, I like that she was like grab a bobby pin. Like she was like she was like <laughs> grab a pin. Like yeah. she yeah. was giving solutions on tightening it. Yeah. Rather, I also love that she was like, well, congratulations. Yeah, exactly. That was I, great. I thought that was kind of a funny quick moment. Mm-hmm. So next was Candy, and I don't know if I liked any of Candy's looks, but I don't think she's looked prettier she was yeah, so she was pretty beautiful. i don't i like the space on these i don't think she told a story yes no. the looks no. but i think that she had the best reveals Agreed. yeah like the spin she it felt like watching like cinderella on broadway when yeah. she span into the red dress i love the way she just pulled a cord and it fell off yes like it feels like candy went to a broadway costume designer and had these looks made yes. yeah um, while also just looking incredible. Like, I Candy's love her in that, incredible. like, yes, the canary yellow. Yes. Yeah. And, like, that red is, I think that red has become her signature color. Mm-hmm. She owns it the way Raja owns purple. Sorry, yes. Jan. Um, That's and cool. it just looks so good. I love how much bigger the second dress was. Yes. I feel like a lot of people didn't do that part, which mm-hmm. is, like, a reveal making into a, a gown is always fun. Uh, speaking of people who uh, didn't do it, uh, La- here are my Lala notes. Lala brought out a piece of fabric. Oh, in the oh Jesus Christ. Here are my literal notes. Lala did not follow the assignment, and so I'm going home. It's not even that. I'm. She didn't do I'm the sorry. assignment. Lala has, like, I, I, I know that you guys bl- are- She brought her blanket out and then dropped it. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I know I'm going to get shit for saying this, but I feel like Lala- did the bag look and became so infamous for the bag look that everything she does is somewhat half baked. But that's uh, just I don't me. think that's been true of a lot this season. But There's I do been think a that few this looks one, that's definitely been the this case. This one is very half. This one is very. I think half-baked. that it's it's not it's not fitted the way that a lot of her stuff no. is. I just this look was. So, I love that color on her. Yeah, the, it's beautiful the color. color's gorgeous. I was just like, where's I was so I was like, what's this gonna reveal into? Yeah, oh, Nothing. the reveal was dropping the blanket at the beginning. Exactly. Uh, so after Lala, um, I need to call a young priest, an old priest, uh, at least three rabbis, and um, I hated this look. I want to be clear. Look I, this so look is in, this, this look is incredible. Yes, it's genius. Oh, I hated it. I, I hated, hated looking at it. Terrifying. It, made me it so was so good. It was I so good. terrifying. I hated that it was a heel with with toes on the other oh, side of it. Yes, I'm gross. I didn't like looking at either side of it. No. I was. I didn't really, like the snake I, that popped out of her crotch. Ah, it was gross. It was just. I hated it. I'm sorry. I hated. I, it I have so to say, much. Jimbo was a masterclass in. How uncomfortable can I make you in one episode and still have so you much. go? I'm a fucking genius. Yeah, they this really is, are. This is, Oh. It's so frustrating because Jimbo's had two episodes where I don't believe they deserved to win this season. Well, one and a half, um, where I was just like, you didn't deserve this win. And then this episode is like such a clear, yes, Jimbo is the winner yeah. episode. Yeah. And I just was rooting against Jimbo so aggressively because having three wins by episode five just means that this season is boring unless Jimbo goes home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after Jimbo makes my skin crawl, we go to Alexis and hey, I get the reference this time. Yeah, so yes. Alexis is doing the witch from Into the Woods. I will say I I agree. I wish that the dress was a color. Yes. But the thing that I really love about this look is the hand. 
I love yes. the hands. The hands have a hand reveal. Yes. And that's fucking cool. That was rad. The whole transformation was great. Uh, she is a New York girl. Clat. Like, and it, it is specifically the way they do this reveal in mm-hmm. Into the Woods. Like, she is fully pulling a reveal from her story, and I think yes. that's cool. Um, I hated the makeup. Oh, the makeup was awful. No. When yeah. she comes out, like, because, all right, I haven't seen Into the Woods. I'm, I, it's, playing, it's playing somewhere. I'll go. Yeah, Catch it's it. playing at the it's playing at the Center Theater Group. Yeah, that's um, where I say actually. Yeah. If you are going to the Center Theater Group, might I suggest Transparent the Musical? It was very good. Peppermint's in it, and Peppermint is amazing in it. Yeah, she's always amazing. She's. Perfect. I was just gonna say. Uh, so from what I understand, she goes from ugly, horrible old witch to pretty. Bernadette yes. Peters. Yes, Bernadette. Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. You know, none of us do. For a homosexual who claims to not know theater, apparently I still have enough in me to be like, oh yeah, Bernadette Peters. Uh, but. <laughs> George! George! What part of Ow. Sunday in the Park with Sorry. George do you think that was? I, was I don't. Curious. I assume that was when they were eating sandwiches in the park. But um, <laughs> sandwich in the park with George. It was just she turn. She comes out and she's the spooky black thing, and her faces. The face was asymmetrical, but not yeah. intentionally so. No, it it's, just, it's intentionally, intentionally asymmetrical. Was it? It didn't she, look right. Only one of the contacts. The idea, I think the idea is that, like, her, like, she's only wearing one, she's wearing yeah, two was, different contacts. Yeah. Right, no, I got that, but, like, the eyebrows and the whiteness of the face. She was crying right before this. I was crying, too, okay? And look at your eyeliner. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> <laughs> it was looked at the camera that killed Joe. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, this was such a moment of, you're orange. <laughs> Girl, look how orange you look. Speaking of which, so. I'm a Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. So Lala and Candy are declared safe. And Candy being just forever on when she's on, when the camera's on, goes, bye. <laughs> and I, la- I laughed. I laughed. I mean, Candy's like, thank God I was safe for Snatch Game. Yeah, I feel like the two of them were just like, well, thank God. I, I even think there's a level where one of where they were both like, we're the clear safe girls. Yeah. And then yeah. Heidi went home and they were like, are they only going to send one of us to Untucked? And one of yeah. us is going to be low? <laughs> um, And then they just know. They, it's two people are low. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. the bottoms are Jessica and Kahana, which just makes sense. Yes. I don't have an argument. Like... I, I know neither of you liked Heidi, but even if Heidi hadn't dropped out, I don't see her being in the bottom. I think it yeah. would have come down to runway. I think that Heidi, again, I think that Heidi might have been in the bottom just for it being literally just Heidi. Yeah. And it was less funny than just Heidi usually is. And also we didn't see what her reveal was going to be. Yeah. we Valid. The reveal is, find out on Patreon. $5 yeah. a month. I'm not going to do that. I, I might. I like um, her, but we'll see. But anyway, if you do, can if you do, please show us the looks. Yeah. Um. You, you don't think we're gonna end up on Instagram? Um, she literally said, "I'm not posting them on Instagram." Oh wow. In yeah, respect she said, to Dela, I'm she, not posting yeah, them on Instagram. Out of respect for uh, being not allowed, not competing in the theme game. I mean, I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. I think that that's more than fair. That if you're like, I'm taking myself out of this competition. And I mean, like, I'm assuming you probably even, bef- like, they're not dumb. They were like, she's going to win the fame game just because everyone's going to be like, you know, everyone was mean to her. I give mean, her flowers. And I, I, lo- I love Heidi. I'm not yeah. even yeah. going to apologize. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of the fame game. 
Do we want to yeah. quickly run oh, through those runways yeah, right yeah. now? Yeah, we probably should. We probably should. So um, we, first we have Monica Beverly Hills in yellow. It's kind of like a... Coraline. Oh, I you oh I you see, see Coraline. That. I see Rain Slicker, and I forgot there's a Rain Slicker in Coraline. Yeah, I only see that's I saw Coraline. Like her the hair outfit. and everything. Yeah, that's very yeah. it's it's very good. It's uh, it reveals into like a shorter outfit. It was her taking off a jacket, but you know mm-hmm. what? I thought she looked lovely. Uh, and then Nisha Lopez comes out in a beautiful gown with the world's very worst 60s. wig. <laughs> the um, was very 60s. I loved. Nisha was one of the people who did it. She went to, like, a corset and then went and she span into a gown. Yes. Like, I loved that. And I loved the jacket. Sorry. Yeah, I I really, I think Nisha won the fame game this week for me. Uh, um, Darian won it for yeah, me. Uh, Darian won it for me, too. I did like Darian. Um, Kasha, Kasha does an homage to her drag mother where she's just continually taking off layers to reveal another black and white outfit. Yep. Was it flipping sides of which one was black? Yeah, it was flipping sides between black and white. It was. It was. Um, I liked it in theory. Yep. And then we had Darian Lake who had a wedding dress that turned into a funeral gown because she was a black widow. I loved that. I loved it too. I thought she looked so pretty in it. She did. No, she looked stunning in both outfits. She won it for me. I just... This wasn't my favorite, and I am the number one Darian apologist. I think she would have won Snatch Game this week. Um, I can see it. Mm-hmm. But uh, my one thing with this was that I did see, when she walked out, I immediately saw the black under the dress and mm-hmm. went, oh, she's going to reveal into a Oh, I a didn't notice thing. that. Yeah. Like, it was just one of those things where I happened to catch it. Yeah. And so, it's similar shit. Remember that time that, uh, for Lala Perusa, they had them all walk the runway, and they oh, just- boy openly showed Gia's reveal under the the under her sh- <laughs> like while she was walking they just showed like the moment it popped out so our tops this week our tops this week are James Alexis and Jimbo and James gets a versatility critique and I I cannot disagree have harder to agree yeah. with it this what week. I oh. think that I think that we've seen I think that while she was wearing a puppet on her head the dress she was wearing was not dissimilar from everything else she has worn in gown and then the corset like i said her corseting that the exact way she did this corset is the exact way she did the okay. leopard corset all right and like i said before we started i know that james does a youtube show so she usually does drag from the uh the waist up but i do wish she would consider her legs more often. okay but here's yes. my problem with the versatility critique one I feel like it should only really apply to what you give in the challenge. Because if you only give us one character over and over and over again, that gets old. I th- but my whole thing about the versatility critique is that's such a death sentence. Because you can't... Okay, you don't like what she brought. She's fucked then. So I do... I think that there's something important to looking at a versatility critique. Mm-hmm. And things like James should change up her wigs. Because her wigs are starting to look a little bit... The first episode, we saw, like, five distinct wigs, mm-hmm. yeah. and now it feels like, other than the brown hair, she's just kind of has those wigs. Yeah. Like, fair. she should look at that. She should look at how she walks down the runway. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things she can do. I think that there are things she could do that could make it just feel a little bit more versatile, mm-hmm. and I think that she has been missing those moments a little bit. That's fair. I would agree that she just needs a little bit of versatility, but mm-hmm. James is, like, a creative queen she knows how to do this stuff i think that she can 
fine versatility in her runways. That's fair. Um, And I think it's just one of those things where, unfortunately, James went home first in her season, so she didn't have time to get that critique the first time around. Yeah. So she's coming to Drag Race, and they're finally giving her the notes she should have gotten round one. I mean, it is also hard when you have a queen who has, like, such a very distinct... This is her brand. This is her brand. But but you should find all the parts of your brand. Exactly. Even though it is kind of, like crazy to me when it's like it's it's like saying to like Trixie Mattel like paint a different face but Oof. but here's the thing Trixie never has to paint a different face but she does wear some she does wear so many different silhouettes true true in all stars in all stars three Trixie is giving you different versions of yeah is giving you different eras of Barbie every yeah. time with her Trixie Mattel good point and yeah. so I think that that's kind of what they want they want new yeah. attitude they want a little bit of like what are the other sides of James Van's face yeah all right so, anyways, James and um, Alexis. Alexis, Alexis I, I gets, wrote B. Arthur. <laughs> Alexis gets told that her B. Arthur is fantastic, um, but her dress was and meh. Her and her, but her dress is. They wish that the dress was a better color. Yeah. Um, Jimbo gets told they slobber uh, on Jimbo's you're dick. You're so uncomfortable. Um, they cannot get enough Jimbo. Yeah, yeah. They are all over Jimbo's dick. They are like. Because Jimbo made everyone uncomfortable in the best possible yes. way, but Jimbo, then there's this like is Jimbo's the best, best episode. But yes. the problem is, is that Jimbo now has three wins. Jimbo is a it's a two peat three wins, and also I was wrong last week. This is Jimbo's sixth lip sync. Good Christ! Jesus. Yeah. Um. So Jimbo wins. We're all. It, it's annoying, and, and we're all preparing for a bad lip sync. Yeah, because it's going to be. Yes, Jimbo looks like Phyllis Diller. But our assassin, you were probably excited about this. I was this. so, so happy. Wait, I before love... we get to assassination, should what? we get to untie? Oh, do we have to? Yeah, we should. Oh, so right. Kahana says goodbye during Untucked. Kahana literally is like, yeah. I deserve to go home because it shouldn't have been Jessica in the bottom. It should have been Heidi. Yeah, yeah um, Kahana's still very much in her feelings. Yeah, like, she gives down. everyone permission to vote for her, so everyone mm-hmm. votes for her. They do. Literally every single lipstick is Kahana other than Kahana's. Yep. Also, we should say that um, Heidi left a lipstick message, so we're not going to read that next week because they took it, they they wiped it during Untucked. I didn't you read it? No, I read Darian's. We've had a couple now, so. Sorry, I thought when you read the thing that you read from Heidi, no, no, I thought no. that it was the lipstick message, and no. I was like, that wasn't quite what it said. The okay. lipstick message was, sending y'all so much love, stay fab, stay beautiful, stay supple, XOXO, PS, what is said in the dark comes to the light. So, clearly Heidi is still mad. Yes. And the girls kind of cycle between I feel like it was the right thing for her to do if she wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a competition. It's really in poor taste. And I don't like that. Yeah. I will say one more thing. Please I'll do. say two more things. Okay. One. No, you're going to say many things. I know. <laughs> but I'm going to say two more things about Heidi. And then I kind of want to, I want to personally move on. Okay. I'd like that as well. Um, yeah. The first is, as much as I am... I understand that Heidi was pushed to a brink and that she didn't want to go home and then did go on to go home. And that, that is what happened. I am very upset that we lost out on Darian or Kasha being in snatch game for Heidi to quit this late on. Agreed. Um, And it does, I understand and I'm not blaming Heidi in any way, but it is always one of those sad things when someone, uh, when someone so aggressively quits where it's like, Oh, I wish, I wish I could have seen what, one of these other people that desperately mm-hmm. wanted to be here was bringing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. The other thing I will say 
is that Heidi's edit this season is so not good. No. That I'm happy she chose to leave because I don't know that her edit would have gotten better. Fair. And I think that when you're getting painted as the villain in a season, the best thing you can do is walk away. Yeah. Um, well, what we will say is we love you, Heidi. Mm-hmm. We are sad to see you go. Um, sadly, I don't think any of us will give you $5 on Patreon to see these li- missing looks. Um, eh, I might. Who knows? Well, if you do, send them along. Yeah. <laughs> show us what's gapping. Show us what's, sh- yeah, show us what's gapping. But we do adore her. Um, and Joe, I, you know, you will be getting a very special gift. I say it every episode. So now I have to do it. Um, put that money where her mouth gap- is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, put the money where that gap is. I hate uh, it here. No, you don't. Um, so I think we should transition to something that I, is actually something I do want to talk about. And it's going to it's it's going to bleed into more about us than about Drag Race. But oh. um, Matt Rogers talks about how when he was young and gay, he was scared to grow up gay because he just didn't see gay people or queer people on television and the importance of that. Yeah. And how Drag Race has really brought to light how many different kinds of, you know, queer people and gay people there are and really running the whole spectrum. And I was curious to know what your feelings were like growing, both of you growing up, because I know for me, it always felt like there was one, maybe two type (coughs) types of gay person. And I was neither of them. Um, uh, so here's the thing. Representation matters. Yes. Obviously. Um, growing up, I was always under the impression that I was either going to get over this. I, I was definitely one of those kids who's like, okay. I'll, any day now. Any really. day now. Any day now. Um, I'm going to get over this. Um, maybe I'm a woman. Is that what's going on? One day at a time. One day at a time. Uh, I, I did struggle with my gender. I'm not even going to lie about that. I know I'm the most butch one here. Oh, same. But... How dare you? I'm the butch one. Uh, yes, with your no-show socks. Yep. Um, and also... <laughs> hey, two of us are wearing no-show socks. I am not surprised. But, but I'm only like, doing it for the costume. And I'm I don't Swift. like longer socks because they make my legs too warm. I grew up thinking there was like maybe three options for me. I didn't know which one I was going to end up with. And ultimately, I kind of decided... You know, it did take a long time and the internet for me to learn. Oh, there's a lot of ways to be gay. There's a lot of ways to do this. Um, what you're saying is that at some point you had to learn that it's okay to be, be gay. gay. Um, Where's my af- I want I-, I want that stupid afro. <laughs> that afro was hateful. So dumb. It was so um, dumb. No, I... So for me, I came out, I think, earlier than either of you did. I came out at, um, like, 13. Oh, wow. Late 13. But I realized I was, I kind of just didn't have any thoughts about sexuality until suddenly, like, looking up porn, realizing I wasn't into women, checking out gay porn and going, oh, this is it. Hmm. Um, And that was kind of... And then it just kind of became a thing of, I, I, and then I came out before my freshman year of high school. I was the only gay kid at a private school for a bit before transferring to a public school to meet more gay people. That didn't really work either. Um, you did. You just, they were not out. No, a lot of kids at private school weren't out. Um, 
everyone at public school was just shitty. Oh, um, absolutely. But yeah, so I think that people. there was something to Drag Race was actually a huge part for me. Oh, same. But also things like I used to I used to uh I used to have the channel on logo with like the reverse channel on like MTV or something, so that if someone walked in the room, <laughs> I could quickly flip back. I to did MTV. that too. I um, did that too. So I could watch movies on logo and so I could watch like Queer as Folk, which was such a like interesting thing. And then like glee happened. And I like to joke that um there's two types of gays. There's queer as folk gays that uh fuck you before they learn your names and then there's glee gays who um don't uh who don't even ha- uh who don't even kiss you until it's in black and white in a christmas special <laughs> um and i just i do think that they're matt rogers talking about this i i believe knowing what i know about matt and bowen i believe both of them came out in college um oh and like me like we're like i know that matt talks about being like deeply closeted on long island and having a lot of issues with these things um, and like Kelly Clarkson being a huge, Kelly Clarkson being such a huge part for him. I mean, about, I, I, I hate to say it, Lady Gaga. Yeah. I mean, I was me. too, not like other girls to like Lady Gaga when she came out. Um, I was too, I was, I was Same. one of those annoying kids that was like, Lady Gaga, what musical does she sing in? Um, and I, um, you all I'm saying is that, all I'm saying is that if I met myself at 14, I might punch myself in the face. Um, and I would deserve it. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, um, I think that there is absolutely something to the way that media currently is now is so, I think it is so healing and helps people come out so much, yeah. which is also why more young people are queer. Um, it's also why we're having the issue of people being like, people are saying they're gay or they're trans too, earlier now than they used to. It's like, yeah, because yeah, they see it. Yeah. Had I known that it would have been all right, because like. Owl House. I don't know if you're familiar with that cartoon. That character, she is 13 and she's bisexual and it's not a question. It's just a fact. Or Bubbleine from Adventure Time. She-Ra. She-Ra. Like, Spoilers for She-Ra. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, lesbians. Um, I do feel like I would have come out much sooner and I would have been way more comfortable with just being gay. Heck, for me, as somebody who came out as non-binary just a couple years ago... I had to meet non-binary people because that's just not something that happens that much in media. Yeah. And, like, I had to really, like, make non-binary friends before I started going, oh, there's something. Gender is kind of a construct that I'm not really feeling. Yeah. Gender Um, is a construct and I'm really hungry. I didn't eat before we recorded. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, before we uh, go grab a snack and, uh, you know, wrap up, so I think part of the reason this episode hit as hard as it did. Come on in. Come on in. Uh, I think part of the reason this episode hit as hard as it did for me, at least, was Drag Race is a comfort show for me. Mm-hmm. Drag Race is a feel-good show. You it want is, it to be RuPaul's best Red Race. I Even if it's not, even if it is like season four or five or three. Eleven. Eleven, where the girls are at each other's throats and it's kind of mean and there's pettiness and all that shit. Ultimately, I want to walk away feeling okay about it because this was one of my first, like, queer shows by queers for queers. And even though it's not for queers anymore, it's for, you know, the huge audience it has. Drag is all over the world. Apparently. 
all legend. When the show Except has a feel bad. bad like this, and this was a feel bad, let's not get it twisted. Yes. It's really hard for me to not kind of be like, well, fuck you too. I mean, I David wanted me to come over last night and watch the episode with him, and I wound up not doing it because I baked cookies instead. Not um, a euphemism. And I, I had been like, I, uh, I texted him. I was like, I'm really glad I didn't watch this with you because it just put me in like a not good mood. I think yeah. David was like worried that I was like in a bad place. I was worried you were in a really bad place. And I truly was like, oh, I, I like just wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been pleasant last night after the episode. I would have been like, I'm just gonna go to bed. I'm. I was just like not. I was just like the episode ended and I went. Well, that was a shitty piece of news. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so, David, yes. you must have been pretty excited about the assassin. I was week. so excited. I you love her. Love Jasmine Kennedy. I, I love her. I also, was about to say Jasmine Masters, who I also love, but I really love Jasmine. Kennedy. But also, did anyone else? I, I knew it was a season fourteen girly. I assumed it was Georges. Mm, I saw the flat tall. wig and like the <laughs> and like the gown, and I was like, "That is how Georges performs." That's true. Um, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, it's Georges! It's Georges!" And then it popped up. It was Jasmine. I went, "I was so close." I mean, I was so so happy to see her. I'm always so happy to see her. She's also she was also on Christmas Queens with Jimbo. She was, and I think she was probably actively doing the Vegas show. Probably, it, yeah, because yeah. they they bring it up. Um, she. So pretty. She's so beautiful. And even post and post transition, she's even more beautiful. I just like, I, uh, I love her so much. Like and then you, she comes out I and really just love her. Destroy- but it's also because she weirdly looks like a very dear friend of mine. It's um, also funny to have somebody Lily. as oh, a lipstick yeah. assassin who is whose track record is two for six. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna get on my soapbox and say that she was like. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait. Do we need to go to the fan zone? Yes, for this? we're going to the fan zone for oh, this. Fan space. Fan sorry. space. And welcome back to this toxic fan space, David. You're gonna get 30 seconds uninterrupted to talk about how much you love Jasmine Kennedy. In three, two, go. So, in my humble opinion. Jasmine Kennedy was very much robbed in that Lala Perusa because at the end of the day, they were setting her up to fail. They wanted her to go home. They didn't want her to stick around. She won all of those lip syncs and they should have just let her coast for another week. I'm not going to say she was doing well because she wasn't, but they should have let her coast for another week because she won those lip syncs. I don't care. Fine. You can say that she didn't that she didn't win the one with Diabetti, but time okay i disagree i think the lip sync she didn't win was against bosco but i literally she walked out and the first thing i said was well jimbo could win this because they're really comfortable letting jasmine kennedy destroy a lip sync and telling her she lost anyway (laughs) (laughs) oh no gaslight gatekeep girl boss but no it starts and literally within three seconds the you know who wins because jimbo starts to walk and falls over yes and they're doing Hallucinate by Dua Lipa, which is a peeps. Huh? Again. Uh, again. Because it was on UK3, I believe. I think Vanity and Crystal do do Hallucinate. I believe it. Yeah. Um, or as I like to call her, Dula Pipa. Ah, shit. The, it's a great song. And, and the funniest moment is that pencil sharpener. Oh, boy. 
like. Yeah. When she dances like Dua Lipa. And you can tell they cut to Matt and Bowen because you know Rue didn't know what was going on. Um, is it just me or would Again. if Jimbo did what she did in this lip sync with the reveal last week, she could have won. I but guess. Just last week was a weaker lip sync. Yeah. Like, there's just a level of like after being like, I'm surprised Jimbo's never done a reveal, we saw why, because she's exactly. not very good at reveals. Yeah. I guess not. Like, there's something very interesting to watching Jimbo do reveals and just seeing her, like, kind of throw things. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a there's a very big difference between the Aja reveals that she was doing in the first lip sync this season, mm-hmm. where everything was just kind of flinging off of her as if she didn't care while destroying a lip sync mm-hmm. for, yeah. to freak him dress. Mm-hmm. And this, where it was like, Jimbo was like, I'm going to do a wig reveal, but I, like, got to kind of do it in a weird way. I'm just going to throw the shawl off to show that, like, my my tits are out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, I just thought it was very, like, lackluster. Again, anyone who's convinced that Jimbo is throwing these lip syncs. We would love to talk to you. And I think she's throwing these lip syncs. I, we would love to talk to you and live in this delusion, <laughs> but we're going to have to wait till next week. Yes. Oh. RuPaul makes a really startling announcement for this week. <gasps> She's choosing to remain blonde. <gasps> Jasmine Kennedy is finally a winner for the first time ever. Thank um, God. Deserved. And then. I can't wait to see her on All Stars one day. No one goes home because they have seven roles in this rusical and God damn it, they have to fill them. <laughs> and we're going to find out next week if Jimbo can lip sync or if Jimbo is going home. So I actually have one thing that I wish had happened. What's I that? wish they had sent someone home and then done a quick bring back a la UK2 mm. where they just brought back all of the girls and were like, vote. Yeah, except for Ginny. Cool. Uh, but yes, I would have loved that as well. Yeah, Ginny yeah, Levin would have been the Heidi Plus. Exactly. Fancy a slice. Next up, we are doing everyone's favorite segment, Jeff Rudy. Okay, so today is uh, I'm hello and welcome to Jeopardy. I am your host Alana Trebek, but today I'm Taylor Swift, which means we are doing a very special episode of Jeopardy called Jeopardy Taylor's version. All of these questions have to do with Taylor Swift and Drag Race. Oh no! So, question number one. I gotta keep these answers in my Taylor Swift lunchbox. <laughs> Uh, question number one is going to be an easy one. Who played Taylor Swift on Snatch Game? Jay Jolie. <laughs> Correct. Now for an extra point, what other franchise was Jay Jolie on? Darn it. Dragula. Correct. She also was in the music video for You Need to Calm Down as Taylor Swift. Correct. And that point might factor into something later, but we will get there. Damn it. Um, next, what saw, um, was there ever a, has a Taylor Swift song ever been done as a lip sync? And if so, what, what season, what franchise and who was doing the lip sync and what was the song? Oh, that's, that's a lot. That's so much. Um, I think I know what song, but I think that's all I know. Um, cause I don't. 
The problem with Taylor Swift is I think the reason we don't tend to do her lip syncs is that I think that her songs don't tend to lend themselves to it. Mm-hmm. And thus the lip sync, if it has happened, wouldn't be particularly memorable. Wait, it'd be funny Stalling. if I just did this. <laughs> no, it's never been done. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know we don't lose points for guessing wrong so i was like there's a chance pope definitely doesn't know would you like to try i know the song was shake it off correct i believe it was season i do know this three of uk no No. wait can i i'm not gonna steal but i do know what the answer is i want to hear it it's all stars two episode one roxy v tatiana correct shake it off I forgot to shake it off was a oh my God. Taylor Swift song. Yes. For some oh. reason in my brain, I thought the song was you belong with me. And I assumed it was in like no. a Netherlands or something. No. Um, it was, I'm going to give you both a point for that. Oh, thank you. Oh because there's, there's a reason why there's a reason why. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> we have two more questions, but the last one is special. It's actually worth nine points. Actually, you're, it's actually, you're not wrong. It's worth eight Rue Peter badges. Anyways, so. <laughs> if, you get it, if you get the question right, you get 17 Legendary Legends stars yes. and a chocolate bar. On season 10, there was a mini challenge, which was celebrity photobombs. One of the photobombs was with Taylor Swift. Which queen photobombed Taylor Swift? No, I moved too early. You go for it. I don't know the answer. Uh... Roxy Hart. Nope. Would you like to guess? No, wait, not Roxy Hart. Mo Hart. Nope. Um, I'm going to guess it was Silky. Nope. Mayhem Miller. I was wrong. Silky's not, Silky did the next season's Silky photobombing. Season uh, yeah, but they did photobombing in both seasons, yeah. which is why I got it mixed up. She was, right. she was naked in her photobomb. This is true. Oh, my. All right. Now, the last one, I am going to give you guys a quick choice. Mayhem Miller. I hardly know her. You can't. The next one, you guys have a choice. Joe, you need to calm down. Anyways, um, which is a very which is a very good segue because this next question is a big one. So one, two, three, six. Okay, so I know what this question is. I don't know the answer. So I'm giving you guys an option. One of you can do everything, and I will give you seven points. But you have to do it completely by yourself, or can you round robin? You it? can piggyback it, and each one of you gets a point per queen. Okay. So, in the "You Need to Calm Down" music video, there are a bunch of Rue girls in it. There's also one person who is a Beyonce impersonator, but we are not going for her because this is about RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, yeah, it's fine. Um, who were the queens, and what celebrities did they impersonate? Um, I'm going to do this in the piggyback method. So I'm going to do one and then Pope's going to do one. And we have to, if somebody gets yes. one wrong, we have to stop. First is going to be Jay Jolie as Taylor Swift. Correct. Uh, Delta work is Adele. Correct. I, don't, I, don't, I, I actually didn't know any other ones. Um, I think I might be insane. Is, is TKB Nicki Minaj? Did I just make that up? You mixed two. Was t- was um you mixed two so in so you are cr- there is a Nicki Minaj and there is TKB okay. but she is not so you can in theory steal this. Oh God! Uh, well, I know 
know, TKB wasn't Beyonce. Um, I got to pass. I don't know. I really do not know. <laughs> I don't remember that video. Again, I only knew that Jade Jolie played Taylor Swift, so I had to get the buzzer first. Okay. Uh, are you sure you guys want to give up? You don't want to guess who TKB was at all? Or... Oh, God. Um, she okay. wasn't Beyonce. She was not Beyonce. So she was clearly Reba McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. She uh, was Cardi TKB. Correct. <laughs> Would you like to guess who Nicki Minaj was? Oh, uh, Coco Montreux. She does a pretty good Nicki. Nope. Okay. Who was it? Do you want to guess? Honey Mahogany. Nope. Dita Ritz. Nope. Honey Davenport. What? Honey Davenport. Kennedy Davenport. Nope. <laughs> You're in the right family, though. Raja D. D O'Hara. Nope. Akira C. Davenport? Correct. Oh, okay. All right. That That's good casting. Um, would you like to guess anyone else, or are we done? Um, I believe the children are. No. I believe I I've failed this so fucking hard and so embarrassingly. I want to rap. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Katy Perry as a milkshake. She was a hamburger. No. She was a hamburger. No. Yep. Sorry. No. Um, although it's funny because I thought you were actually about to get one of them correct. Is someone Katy Perry? Yes. Um, Katy Perry is played by Alaska Thunderfun. Nope. Do you want to uh, guess? Sure. Alyssa Edwards. Nope. Didn't think so. Okay. Do never. So do you want to know who the remaining three were? Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Tatiana was Ariana Grande. Trinity the Tuck was Gaga. And Adore Delano was Katy Perry. All news to Party. What? What? I mean, it should have been Fifi o- Jeremy as Lady Gaga. She could have done her classic, give a twirl, well, give a twirl, twirl give a twirl. twirl. Good God. Well, all right. So that now makes the score so how much? Joe is at 12. Oof. Hold on. You're not. Let's see. Pope, you're at one. Uh, hold on. one I'm at one. Three. <laughs> how many legendary legend stars? I'm at one? seven. You're at seven. Seven to 12. <laughs> not that far you can still catch up i don't think i can you could catch you up you gotta keep you gotta start practicing those reflexes oh boy yep gotta play some of them first person shooters oh. and them video games. they're all the rage with the kids all the kids i'm That's... gonna i'm gonna go practice hitting a bu- a buzzer now <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm going to as well and next week we have the rusical so we will see you then that's right and uh, if you like us, tell a friend. If you really like us, tell a friend with benefits. And if you think we're just okay, find your favorite Swifty and tell them. <laughs> they honestly, they need some free entertainment. They just spent a lot of money on Eras tickets. Not, not wrong. Not wrong. Also on all social medias at This Toxic Fandom. You can follow Stephen Pope at Pro Hobbit Pope, David Gorin at David J. Gorin, and I'm at Joe Lee Green Giant. And please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. And if you leave us a five-star review, I'll shut you out at the end of our podcast. All right? Until next time, kids. Stay, Stay toxic. toxic. Just had to show off, didn't you? Hey, man. I'm Taylor fucking Swift.